the body can only heal when the body's in a fasted state. If the body's in a fed state, it will not heal because the body is... The healing is, is delayed Yeah, it's or dealing down. with what's inside the body. That's why our immune system predominantly is around the GI tract because this thing right here is open to the world. You know, this is the outside entry point. There's this thing called cortisol steel. Mm -hmm. So in order to keep male and female sex steroids balanced, we have to be able to manage stress. So stress yep. can be an underlying uh, way that the sex steroids get out of balance quickly. Let's talk about a new system. Well, they're bringing it on us, right? They've 90% of all the central banks globally, they're gonna come in with messaging like this is the amazing white knight on a shiny horse coming in to save the day, right? Well, no. buzzword out there today. We're going to talk about fasting pros and cons and is fasting the only diet that you need. Now food is fuel for your body but it can be very tricky to get the right nutrients, the right combination of nutrients and intermittent fasting is it an approach that can actually help people be healthier? Well yes. Um, few really understand the idea that the body can only heal only heal when it's in a fasted state. Oh, say it that is, again. The body can only heal when the body's in a fasted state. If the body's in a fed state, it will not heal because the body the is... the healing is delayed Yeah, it's or dealing down. with what's inside the body. That's why our immune system predominantly is around the GI tract because this thing right here is open to the world. You know, this is the outside entry point to the things about, you know, but... The bottom line is fasting gives the body a chance to go around, repair, salvage, restructure, rebuild, etc. So it's really good for us. So intermittent fasting, there's a lot of ways that people can intermittent fast. Some people will take 12 hours. Some yep. people will take 14 hours. Some people will do 16 or 18 hours. And there's even those that'll do 24 to 48 hours. That can be an intermittent fast. Mm -hmm periods of time where you go without eating and then periods of time that you go with eating in the person who has never done a fast before what would you recommend 12 hours i would say um, try to eat your last meal two hours before bed and then when you get up try to delay your first meal for an hour after you typically have it, if you can. So it would look like maybe if you go to bed at 10 o'clock, it would be like your meal at 8, last meal at 8 p.m., your first meal the next day at 8 a.m. That'd be a 12-hour time without fast. You know, we've done multiple segments in the past about sleeping. You know, people shouldn't be getting in the middle of the night and eating for that reason as well. Right. There is also something called the 5 and 2 fast, where mm -hmm. they fast for, or they eat a regular a daily nutritional protocol for five days and then they fast or cut their calories back to maybe 500 yeah. calories a day for two days. What do you think the effectiveness of that is? Well, I think from a um, evolutionary standpoint, you know, we are hunter gatherers by nature and our genes have changed 2%. That's it. 2% in 10,000 years. So we're not designed to be eating from a regular rhythmic 
sort of style because food's not around all the time, you know. So we are more designed to have this intermittent availability of food. And so that can be very effective. I think the more you sort of add the different types of intermittent fasting in there, the more frequently you do that, the better it is because it does keep the body guessing, yes, which is biologically a good thing because it keeps us adapting and makes more resiliency to the times of lack or the times of plenty. But it also can help keep your weight under control as well. Now, I think from my perspective, the five and two is, is great mm -hmm. because there's feeding and there's a semi-fasting. Yep. So there's building and cleaning. The, the downside to that would be somebody who does the standard American diet five days a week and just trashes the system Ugh. and then to fast or tries to pull it in for two. There's not going to be really the health benefits that a person who is doing these fasting yep. regimens unless they're actually changing their nutritional protocol, you know, for the long haul 24 seven. Well, that's right. There's some, um, practitioners out there that say, well, uh, if you can compress the time at which you eat during the day, so that you consume all your calories between 12 and six, 12 PM and 6 PM a day, mm -hmm. that's actually better. Even if you eat terrible, um, that's probably true to a point because but, it gives the body some time to clean. Yeah. But it's not okay to put in trash. You know, it's not, it's never okay. So don't think about it like this. We're thinking about how to use fasting and how does it work in the body, all things being equal and all things being right. How does it benefit you? We don't really use it to lose weight. We use it to gain health. And that's a very important concept. So the more you can work that in, the better you can sort of change the, um, intake of food to be good beneficial nutrients, the better it will be. Yes. So there's, there's a lot of good pros to fasting. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, weight loss can be one oh, of them. Oh, totally. Lowering blood sugars or controlling type two diabetes is another one. When you get weight off, of course, oftentimes we see that blood pressure come mm -hmm. down. And wouldn't it be great to get off diabetic medication, blood pressure medication, and if we get nutrition really under control, potentially even cholesterol medication? Yeah, uh, there's no question that uh, eating correctly, step one, and then learning how to intermittent fast, step two, is great. Because when you go without food for a time, your blood sugar obviously goes down. Insulin also goes down. Insulin is the hormone that acts as a fat storing hormone. So if you can keep insulin nice and low, you don't get that persistency of fat accumulation, which is really, really cool. Um, you can still exercise. You can still work out because the body will sort of alternatively pick up the growth hormone in times of fasting because you, you know, from a biological perspective, our body's not designed to lose muscle. It's designed to hang on to it in times of fasting so we can go out and work or generate activity to go catch our next meal, right? So that's the way it's supposed to work. And that's why personally, I prefer about an 18 hour fast. So I'll generally have my last meal around six o'clock PM and I probably won't eat. So if you're eating at six, I'm eating at six. That's right. We do that. And then typically we don't really eat the first meal of the day until sometime at noon or after. So we are the next day. So we're significantly compressing the times in which we eat, and we're significantly elongating the times at which we don't eat, which gives your body a chance to heal. So another real big pro about fasting is it decreases that thing called inflammation. And totally. inflammation, I mean, what is fat? Fat is inflammation. It's unnecessary mm. um, 
flesh that doesn't necessarily need to be there. And for every pound you're overweight, it's times 10 on the joints and times yep. 10 on the cardiovascular system. So all those health benefits, those health effects get better and inflammation goes down and inflammation is the root of all chronic sickness and disease. And when we get rid of inflammation, hmm. we put quality in our years, not just time in our years. And we have, we spend less time with adult toys. Walk, walkers, wheelchairs, crutches, and canes. Yeah, it's, you know, with intermittent fasting, it's not just about, you know, getting healthy. Think about your biological aging processes. I mean, I want my biological age to be aging at an appropriate rate, not inappropriate where people are at right now. So mix in some intermittent fasting, use the tips we talked about today, and you'll see your body composition get better, but you'll also see your body performance get better as well. Stick around, you don't have to eat that bread. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We wanna hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, Fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze and, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Sherwood. Hey friends, you already know the answer to this, but we'll ask you anyway. If you stay away from your favorite junk food for a month and then go back to supersizing it, will your health improve? Well, that's the thing about change too. Change we have to be as consistent as possible. And when we go back to an old habit, it's not the end of the world. We just get back at the new habit. Before you know it, real transformation is evident to you and others. That's why we offer a bunch of helpful bonuses when you subscribe to Kingdom Fuel. Kingdom Fuel is our complete nutritional meal shake. It's the simple start to a transformed life. And we'll auto ship every month so you don't run out. You'll receive two free shaker cups, free access to our video courses, and a monthly call with us filled with practical inspiration. Just see the link below or on your screen and subscribe today. The body's amazing at recovery, so you want to give it every chance, no matter what time it is. So in that context, no, it's certainly never too uh, late. You're never too old to start trying to be healthy. No matter where you are in terms of your health, that you can turn this around. It's never too late to start a wellness program and it's never too late to reach your healthcare goals. I, there's an old adage um, and I'm not sure where it came from but I really do like it. And they say um, the, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. We just want people to hang on to hope. We are hope dealers 
And if you are not paying attention to the four foundational pillars of health, physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual, eventually it is gonna catch up. If we get all those four areas right, and we do it right, we see a dynamic occur in the middle called wellness, and that's where people get better. Their health is really gonna return as a side effect of wellness. Today we're gonna to talk about that topic of sex steroids. You know, when you say that word sex, people's mind kind of starts uh, rolling or spinning. Well, well, yeah, because you said sex. I'm glad, I'm glad you put the word steroids in close con connection with that. Well, those are actually something that the body <laughs> makes. Those are naturally occurring hormones. There's not yep. just male and female sex steroids. There's also the adrenal hormones that are involved in that categorization of sex steroids as well. So what's yeah. the difference between male and female sex steroids? Well, there's a lot of difference between a male and female, but <laughs> so, so both sexes had the same amount of, and the same type of hormones. Uh, so, for example, yes, we do. typically hear like DHEA, which is an adrenal hormone. We, we hear about progesterone and estradiol, which is typically considered female hormones, and we hear about testosterone, typically a male. But both sexes have all. It's just interesting how males have more testosterone and less estradiol. Females have less testosterone, more estradiol. But interestingly enough, when we get those things in the optimal ranges, they become protective against heart, bone, and brain disease. Yeah, interestingly, when they become out of balance, there's this thing called cortisol steel. Mm -hmm. So in order to keep male and female sex steroids balanced, we have to be able to manage stress. So stress yep. can be an underlying uh, way that the sex steroids get out of balance quickly. Well, they can. And so people need to know that hormones are constructed by a base called cholesterol. You know, we hear about cholesterol being bad. No, it's not. Yeah, that's the precursor of all the sex Yeah, steroids. we have to have it, right? So if you have to have cholesterol, we don't need to just willy-nilly try to lower it with statin drugs because that will shut off your ability to produce these sex steroid hormones. But what you're talking about, this cortisol steel, is cortisol is a hormone also that's constructed by cholesterol. So when you have a lot of stress, really, it's not literally stealing. It's like... All of the cholesterol is being manufactured and pushed towards the construction of cortisol and away from the sex steroid hormones. Think about it like this. If, if you and I are going down the pathway in the woods, right, and all of a sudden we look behind us and there's a big old bear that pops out in the clearing and starts chasing us, right, our cortisol is going to come up. By design. Right. That's supposed to be, right? It's one of the major stress gonna, hormones. We're going to start running or figuring out a plan Clean. to... Survive. Getting away from that. Yeah, it's stressor. like that's true to the fight or flight fight, sort of response. Flight or flee response. When we do that, we are not supposed to stop on the side of the trail and have sex, because that would be something that the bear would obviously capitalize on and kill us, right? So the body naturally will push towards the ability of us to survive. So it pushes towards our survival, and that's where it goes, and it's supposed to, and away from the sex hormones. So people today that are um, out of balance, as you say, because of the stress response, really, that response is supposed to drive those hormones low. So what's the remedy? To lower the stress response to bring about more balance. Let's leave part of it. Well, and pe what people don't realize is that lack of sleep is a stressor. Yeah. Overeating is a stressor. 
under eating is a stressor. Not only do we have to have good cholesterol, but mm -hmm. we have to have good nutrients that drive cellular processes that actually make these sex steroids. Yeah, it's fascinating. You know, people forget that uh, sort of the, the hormone, it's not a sex steroid hormone, melatonin, it's sort of as the antagonist of, of cortisol. So when we're sleeping, we should be sleeping with the production of melatonin. But when we get too stressed and don't sleep well, well, cortisol comes up at the time that melatonin is supposed to come up. So what does that do to us over time? It continues to cause the sex steroid hormones to plummet. And by the way, it'll cause weight to come up too. So lack of stress, stressors, mm -hmm. I mean, even having a baby can be a stressor on the production of sex steroids. So that can be something that has to be balanced postpartum. Yeah, and this is interesting. A lot of people don't think like this, but this is common sense. When the, the placenta, you know, in the second and mm -hmm. third trimester is producing the progesterone. Massive amounts of yeah. it. And so when the baby is delivered, there goes the placenta too. So the placenta is producing the progesterone and it comes out then what happens to your progesterone production at post-birth? Down. Postpartum depression. Now, is that a depression that should be treated with drugs? Not I don't likely. think so. How about treating it just with bioidentical hormones? That would be smart. And so a lot of ladies would be able to save a lot of problems during that window of time, knowing that there could be normally speaking a little bit of depression, but it's not really a depression. It's a lack of the presence of progesterone, which actually is sort of this um, anti-anxiety sort of hormone or calming. There is a neurotransmitter, I know this gets a little weird and stuff, but the neurotransmitter called GABA, gamma yeah, aminobutyric acid. it's a neurotransmitter. It is. So progesterone stimulates the production of that, which makes people calm down. Yeah, so... Progesterone and GABA are both chill pills. They are. We've got some <laughs> pharmaceutical-grade GABA in the clinic that's chewable, and we call that our chill pill. So if you're wondering how we chill out, you know, we'll sometimes chew on a GABA during the day. It's kind of like Mother Nature's little natural <laughs> Xanax, if you will. Does it, it require a prescription? You can actually get it over the counter. Yeah. You might talk to your doctor or prescriber, your clinician, before just partaking in that yeah next time you're stressed out choose some GABA <laughs> you know but when we talk about these sex steroid hormones you know it's not a it, it, it's not a bad thing to have this discussion going on because so many people get out of balance and really as you get into the the perimenopausal time or the andropausal time you start getting less production of one or two of these things and that creates sort of this imbalance that causes problems and symptoms such as you know hot flashes um, night sweats uh, weight gain you know lack of libido lack of motivation etc etc I've also found one of the things clinically that I see all the time that will crush the hormonal system is weight gain you know, yeah. Weight gain will drive the estrogen production not only in females but in males. And women will end up with heavy cycles and abnormalities with their periods. And mm -hmm. men, they just get that little spread around their middle. And their libido goes down and it crushes their testosterone production. And you know what else crushes their testosterone production? When they get on the scale and the scale goes up, they're, they're stressed out of their minds, <laughs> right? So at that point in time, you know. a stressor. Yeah, and it creates a lot of inflammation on the body, which also creates stress. So we can see how this is a kind of a, a feed forward in a negative basis cycle that goes nowhere. So people need to really track these hormones with great care, don't they? They do. Uh, if you test young, you know where you are mm -hmm. so that as you age, you can follow it and support 
supplement and supplant the system where necessary. Now, a lot of talk we've done, I mean, obviously you'd think that there's a lot of complexities here, and there is. Hormones and the ability to balance those takes a trained, skilled professional who knows a lot about them, as you can see. It's not something as following a formula. It's also listening to the person's Yeah, people are symptoms. unique. Yeah, That's so right. you know, you you actually balance the hormones to a place where they relieve the symptoms and provide your ultimate protection. So, hey, if this sounded interesting to you and you're like, hey, I want to know about that, you need to reach out to us because we would be uh, honored to help you out with your hormones and to test and not guess. Up next, our financial guru Kirk Elliott gives us advice on what you need to know at this time in history. Let's get real. Most emergency food is just as bad for you as any other choice in the standard American diet. And that's just sad. We don't just need food. We need highly nutritional food. We don't just want to survive food shortages. We are meant to thrive in adversity. Complete your daily nutrition and have shelf-stable Kingdom Fuel as a cornerstone of your food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on Kingdom Fuel now. Hello, I'm Kevin Sorbo. Now there's an old saying, it's not what you know, but who you know that matters. Now that's true in our careers, spiritual life, and when it comes to our health and overall well-being. Today, most of us know a lot of information about health and nutrition, but are we really doing anything with it? So here's what I've learned from working with doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. They're the founders of the Functional Medical Institute. You need a wellness plan that's customized based on your unique needs. Now remember, real change can only happen when you address the whole person. That is exactly what Mark and Michelle do and why they are people you should know. They'll help you discover what you need to experience transformation. Find out at Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo. That's Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo or just see the link below. Have a great day and God bless. I could use your assistance. Okay. Um, Jesus. Huh? I, my name is Jesus. <laughs> sure. Jesus. Jesus is here today. You, uh, you looking for a job? Yes, sir. You and Mark have 45 days before the bank forecloses. Not to worry. They do not call me by God buyer for nothing. The collection plate starts to be passed around. Mark reaches into the basket and shouts, you and your family are the winner from the first church of the Lotto. Kind of think of it like a high stakes bingo night every Sunday. This video of the diaper is going viral right before our eyes. This is a miracle. What, what is? Friends of Faith has over 300,000 followers. Oh my god! That's more followers than Moses had. Jesus! Take the wheel! Just say it. No, Stop take it. the wheel! I got it. I got it, buddy. Mark, it's great to be with you again. And um, we've all been talking about the globalists and their plans for a, a big global reset and what that means for, for a long time now. Well, starting on January 16th, for one week, 
they were all meeting the, the, the G7, the G20, the IMF, the World Economic Forum, um, all the big globalist policy leaders globally were meeting in Davos, Switzerland, like they do every single year. They had this confab, right? So what were they talking about, right? Well, before they even met, their notes came out, you know, the outline, this is what we're going to talk about to all you people that are here, right? All the, the globalists, and we've got Republicans and Democrats and politicians there. They're all meeting. And what are they talking about? What did they talk about, right? So according to the World Economic Forum website, these are the topics. And, and again, like I've said before, words have meaning, right? So let's listen to these words. They're, they're bullet points. They're going to address the current energy and food crisis in the context of a new system for energy, climate, and nature. They're going to address the current high inflation, low growth, high debt economy in the context of a new system for investment, trade, and infrastructure address the current industry headwinds in the context of a new system for harnessing frontier technologies for private sector innovation and resilience. They're going to address the current social vulnerabilities in the context of a new system for work, skills, and care. And they're going to address the current geopolitical risk in the context of a new system for dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world. It's like, what's all this talk about a new system? Well, they're bringing it on us, right? They've 90% of all the central banks globally are now starting to issue central or going down the path of a central bank digital currency. Now, they're going to come in with messaging like this is the amazing white knight on a shiny horse coming in to save the day, right? Well, no, this is not what it's about. All that a central bank digital currency is is cryptocurrency. It's a digital version of the paper money that they already print. However, so they can print just as many dollars as they want, right? Or as many yen or as many euro as they want. They can issue as many digital version of that currency as well because there's no tangible backing behind it. So it's gonna do nothing to address the inflationary pressures. But here's the deal, Mark, for you know the old saying, never let a good crisis go to waste. Okay, nobody would want a system where your digital social profile what you spend money on, what your religion is, who you donate to, what church you give to, what political party you give to, how you spend your money, have you been vaxxed or not vaxxed, right? All of this is part of our digital social profile. And if they don't like it, because it's programmable money, they have the authority to shut off your ability to buy or sell. This is what a digital social profile attached to a central bank digital currency does. So when they're talking about a new system, this is the system they're talking about. How do I know that it's not some other system? Because further on in their notes, they talk about how this, this is going to be a new normal, how they have to talk about a global coalition for digital safety, because there's big efforts that we need to tackle here. They need to talk about applying human rights to the digital world. Why? because they know that their system is going to strip away our privacy, our freedom, and our rights. And so they need to talk about how are we gonna tackle this when we're gonna have a ton of opposition from stripping people of their freedom and their privacy completely. So this is what's going on politically. And all of our investments, Mark, are, we are a combination of some puzzle pieces, the political puzzle piece, the economic puzzle piece, the social puzzle piece, right? They all get put together, and this is what I do and what we do at our firm is put those puzzle pieces together and strategically put together a system 
to get out of the path of this hurricane and safely reallocate to get out of the system where you're not just a digital number where your programmable money can shut you off from buying or selling, right? So how do you do that? With tangible assets like gold and silver that not only have we talked about in the past how they're great investments, I mean, they're they're booming, but they're also in this respect, um, also instrumental in protecting your religious freedom, your personal freedom, your political freedom, your economic freedom, your health freedom, because it's private, they're private transactions. So, so call our office. You know, Mark, you and I talk a lot about this and, and every one of the viewers should give us a call because we can strategically map out. It's a free consultation, your strategy for success so you can thrive. And all you have to do is go to kirkelliotphd.com forward slash Sherwood, or you can just give our office a call 720-605-3900 and say, Dr. Mark sent you. Exploring biohacking, bioharmonizing, biosynergizing, stacking, resilience, or anti-fragility. Start here. No gimmicks, just proven results.